1: Today we have an entitled parent story of making somebody out to be a monster for not letting their kid take their pringles. We'll get into that in a bit but first, my daughter's father wants to use her as therapy for his wife. Update. Hey everyone, I decided to post the last update since I'll be going full silent for a long period. For those that didn't know, I'm right now dealing with my daughter's father and his delusion. He wants to use my daughter as a therapy doll for his wife that recently lost a child. A lot of people were worried for my daughter and me and I truly appreciate it. We're both safe. She's currently having a great vacation with her godparents and I'm currently making my own arrangements to move on. My lawyer is working hard on keeping everything in order. I know a cease and desist was his first action and we're going for no contact. He says we have a solid case and hopefully this will be resolved relatively fast. And by that I mean a year or two. We did get a temporary restraining order. It's only until our first court date but after it could be extended. I haven't had direct contact with Jeff, he lawyered up too and tried to send a threat to take full custody. My lawyer laughed at it since his reasoning was parental alienation, except I have proof I tried for years to have him involved, apparently turning in a few emails showing my attempts was enough to get them to change parental alienation to a different reasoning. My lawyer's not worried in all honesty. For now, I've decided after much thinking that moving is going to be necessary. It won't be something i can do on a whim but i'll be looking into new houses within the month to hopefully move sometime this year school will remain the same but we will be speaking to the admin to make sure only certain people can pick her up and part of that decision has been to hire a private driver he's someone i absolutely trust and has worked for relatives in the past so i'm very comfortable with the idea and so is my daughter now i just have to make sure they don't go for fast food every day after school things in all honesty are not that scary right now I have a good lawyer, good evidence, and my little girl is happy and healthy, so I'm just going to focus on working things little by little. Because of the legal proceedings, I don't think I'll be posting any updates anytime soon. And to those sending me PMs telling me I'm horrible for keeping my daughter from her father, or telling me I shouldn't have had her in the first place, please kindly speak to the void. I'm too busy." Yeah, so essentially the gist was like they wanted to rent the daughter and then hand them back off once their wife is like recovered. It's just all around an incredibly bizarre thing and thought process. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, I thought she was finally understanding. Hey there, I've posted here before about my mother, but I'm here to post again. I thought she was finally starting to understand me and care about me, but all good things come to an end. This morning I was woken up by her bursting into my room and yelling at me because I was late. My alarm apparently didn't go off. I have sensory issues and trauma with being yelled at due to my dad being an angry drunk in the past. I've explained this to her so many times, but she does not listen. When I did respond immediately because I was scared, she walked up to me and threatened to hit me. Once I nodded, she told me to get dressed and then said some other stuff that I can't remember because I was panicking. She kept on rushing me to go to my sister. I got so stressed I cried. I really wish she wouldn't do this to me. I just needed to vent, so. Sadly, I feel like if a parent has a history of acting abusive in some form, I mean, there might be moments where you feel like there's a breakthrough and then they go right back to it. Sadly, I just wish there was more OP could do beyond just venting. Our next story is, Entitled parents found my social media after greater than three years no contact. Opened social media app to see a follow request from an account in my dad's name, then saw a message from the same account. They had tried to call me twice and then a message saying, OP, be normal now. Stop your behavior with your sister. Let her see her niece. It's a big sin to cut ties with family. You're 30 years old. Have some shame now. I know my narcissistic mom wrote this because it's how she talks. She's talking about my narcissistic sister, who I went no contact with earlier this year because of her repetitive abusive behavior. This message made me laugh out loud. It's so freaking insane. Did they expect me to actually accept the follow request and respond to the message? Do they think I'm that stupid? For some context, I was abused for 26 years until I had my own kids and realized nothing could make me treat them the way I was treated. I finally realized how messed up my parents are. I went no contact to protect myself and my family, which led to desperate and pathetic attempts of my narcissistic parents to try and regain control over me, including physically threatening me and my husband. This led to me getting a restraining order which lasted a year. My narcissistic mom tried to call me last year, but I hung up the phone as soon as she said hello and I recognized her voice. This is the second attempt of contact from them since then. Clearly they're still raving lunatics. The fact that there's very little effort to even try and CONVINCE me? Why are they even trying? Why freaking bother? There's obviously so much wrong with the message. Not least that she's talking to me like I'm a toddler that needs to be reprimanded instead of a full grown bloody adult. And this is the first thing you say after three years of no contact? She's never met my second child. She probably only just found out about her, and yet there's no mention of her wanting to see her grandchild? Not sure what they're trying to achieve, to be honest, but this just solidified for me that I don't need these people in my life. It's nice when you take an affirmative action against not being involved with somebody, and then that person gives you even more reason to validate that choice. You sit there and you're like, dang, I really did do the right thing here. Our next story is, thank you. Thank you very much. I posted here before and I wanted to know what I owe my parents, and thanks to your help, y'all, I was able to handle this situation. Today, mom asked me if where I am. It was 7.39pm. I told her I was on my way and I'm really busy and we'd talk later in 30 seconds. I went to uni at 8am, then a private session at 4pm for two and a half hours, and was near home at 8.05pm. Went to walk with a friend and then was home at 852 Then she called me again at 801 and the convo went like this. She was trying to intimidate me in all these convos and I was really calm. Mom said, don't cut off the line, where are you? In a passive aggressive voice. I said, hi mom, I'm with a friend, I'm going to walk with him for around 30 minutes near home and I'm going to be back. She said, fine, don't take too long. And why didn't you answer my calls all that time? She called me once and I couldn't answer five minutes before this call. I said, I'm sorry I couldn't respond to the call and I couldn't keep talking for much longer. I need to go. And please tell dad what I told you because he's calling me and I can't respond. She says, no, I'm not going to tell him. You call him and tell him. I said, he's near you, isn't he? I know he was home at that time she told me no 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 he isn't just call him very obvious lie i say i can't call him fine i'll tell him when i'm home then bye and i hung up at 8 47 40 minutes later she called me and i responded hi mom she says where the freak are you i said i'm literally beside the apartment do you want me to get you anything before i come back and you seem to be angry are you going to be calm or do i end the call here and talk later She replies, send me your live location. I said, no, mom, I'm not going to send you my location.
0: Learn more at byheart.com.
1: And again, you seem to be angry, so for the second time, are you going to talk calmly without screaming or do I cut the call and talk later? Mom replies, "Don't come back. Don't come back home." Saying home in a deafening scream. I say, "Okay, we'll talk later then." She cut the call off mid-sentence. I started listening to jazz music, got myself a donut and a couple of snacks and went home. I was home around eight fifty-seven. Seven minutes later. I entered and greeted my dad and kept interrogating me on where I was at that time. I told him how my whole day went with timeline. Then mom came furious and the following convo took place. She said, didn't I tell you not to come home? I said, yeah, so what? You aren't going to kick me from my family house? She says, yes, I am. I say for the third time, are you going to stop shouting or are you going to talk with respect? She replies, I'm your mother, I do what the freak I want and I didn't give birth to you and feed you and pay you all that money for your college, which is expensive, for you to tell me how to speak. I reply, that was your choice, to give birth and... She cut me off shouting nonsense, so I told her, so like I was telling you before you cut me off... This is your job as a parent. You are expected to pay for that stuff because you wanted to even before I was born. However, it isn't expected for me to handle all your bull crap, especially for that long. She responds, No, we should pay for you till a certain age and then you leave. Dad cut her off and said some more bull crap while she was shouting. I told her, For the last time, you need to choose. Are you going to stop shouting or are you going to leave? She went silent finally, so I said, i'm not going to pay back my tuition fees by putting up with your bull crap. so either we both talk with respect or we don't she responds oh so you were judging your parents now okay i'm going to do what i didn't do to your older brother who's seven years older than you i'm going to make a list with all of your responsibilities because you don't want to be normal you want to be special i said mom that's going to be a really short list for my end I'm only asking you to be a normal, sober mother and stop shouting and screaming like a maniac. That's it. She went nuts and started shouting and screaming and left. Round 2. Of course, after that, Dad went to talk to me and told me, You couldn't talk to your parents in that way. We are your parents. And you're being really inconsiderate as she is really, really worried about you. And we expect you to be a better son as we were good parents. Did you ever ask for anything that we didn't do? With a really slight smile. I said, Dad, it isn't my job to be her anxiety medication, and yes, I asked for you to be a good father, and you failed miserably. You were hitting me on my face with your slippers and punching me till I was 18, and you were throwing glass plates and mugs at me and was cursing and swearing 24-7 and made sure that I felt I was the fault every single time, and asked Mom to be a good mother and you can see how that failed." Of course he knows, because he cheated on her and got married for a year or two years ago. For freak's sake, he even made jokes to me about it, about how he wants another wife. Dad replied, you are really overreacting, that was a long time ago. When was the last time I hit you on the face? Plus that time where I threw plates, you drove me nuts. You made me really mad at you, with a slight smile. And don't forget that you were just talking that way to your mother, the one that gave birth to you and she was really worried. I said, Dad, that wasn't a long time ago. The last time you threw plates on me and hit me with your slippers on my face was a couple of months ago. And is that really your excuse? So it's my fault I made you mad and not yours for doing all that? You know what? I don't want the answer. I'll just leave. He smiled and kissed me on my forehead on the way out. Freak, I feel like I'm living with maniacs. They don't even know how they're feeling. Now my question is, do they not know how they're feeling or is it weaponized incompetence? are they just willfully choosing to act like it's not the case even though they're well aware of exactly what they're doing i'm willing to bet it's the latter they just have a great suspension of disbelief in regards to their attitude and who they are as people our next story is 17 and getting kicked out 17 junior in high school and my mom is threatening to kick me out of the house it all started when she accused my girlfriend of being a tramp or too fast She claims that we're too sexual, but we have done nothing of the sort. They are all assumptions. I can't even do regular relationship activities because of the harsh restrictions being placed on us just because of her fear of me having a child. She always says she trusts me, but her actions do not show that. She claims my girl is disrespectful and does speak to her, but every time she tries to speak, mom ignores her and is in a rush to leave. My mom is the only one not on board with this. I've built a relationship with her family. It's not fair she isn't getting the same opportunity. So one night I defended her. I said the accusations were wrong and that she needed to get to know her. My brother sided with me and mom flipped out and kicked me out. She tried to take my phone so I could lose communication so I ran. I stayed with my aunt for a few days and I just created a false apology to mom to end conflict. I'm back home now and for a few days we didn't talk. But here we are again. She claims I stole her charger. I didn't. My girlfriend bought me this charger. Every time I try to tell her what is factual, rationality is thrown out the window. I need a plan to get out of this place, it's messing with my mental. She gets jealous when I vent to other people, but when I vent to her, it's an issue. My aunt won't let me stay with her, which I can respect. My girl offered, but I don't want to lose the bond with mom completely. What should I do? My question is, why is OP continuing to want to keep fighting to have this relationship? Like, I know your mom is your mom, but if they are controlling and abusive and not a good person, why is it so vital, short of you need their support to stay alive? Just solely, you can't make it on your own currently. I mean, it all comes down to whether or not she can recognize and address her own behaviors, even if that means going through professional help. If that's never going to happen, if she has no interest in ever trying to improve herself... I doubt much of anything's going to change and I doubt OP can just fix her. Our next story is about to ask dad to apologize for hanging up on me. Need advice. If you read my last post you'll understand that I, male 30, and my sister, female 35, have been fighting and refusing to be the first one to call the other. My dad, male 75, got involved and demanded that I apologize to my sister because that's what he wants and I should be the bigger person. I've been the bigger person, our whole relationship, and I finally decided to put my foot down and lay some boundaries. In my last call with dad, he hung up on me when I said I'm not going to do that. I'm about to call him and I don't want to let this slide, which usually happens with my family. Things get pushed under the rug and only I end up hurting. And ask him to-
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim?
1: This would be the first time I ever take that kind of action with my father. I can expect he complies, or completely blows up in my face and how dare I ask for an apology. Keen to get some advice on how to handle the conversation if he blows up? I'm good at keeping my temper, but I want to de-escalate the situation without backing down. You know, like how proper adults handle conflict. I definitely think the main thing to focus on here is specifically OP themselves and how they're feeling about the whole thing. If you start giving them any leeway to start putting blame or push things off on people, I think you're already immediately going to be in a losing battle with somebody like this. If you at least keep the conversation centered on how you're feeling and how it makes you feel, it's at least a little harder for them to narcissistically wiggle away from that. Our next story is Mother is Impossible. Not sure if this is the place, but here we go. I'm filling out a job application, and she's like, What are you doing? I just said I'm filling out a form for school. She said, Is it for a job? I nodded. She then said, My two kids never tell me anything that's going on with them. Yeah, that's because you used to say I was useless and incapable of anything slash unlovable. You think that after beating someone through their childhood, they want to share anything about themselves with you? And for context on the kind of person she is, When we go to the grocery store and someone is semi-blocking the way, she will just stand and glare at them, wasting time to be rude, until they notice her, rather than just saying excuse me or communicating. I think the saddest thing about this is they're probably growing up to be the kind of people that don't want to share much about themselves with much of anybody. I mean, it's probably hard to trust people because they grew up never knowing what trust in another person was. Our next story is, want to see what a master manipulator looks like? So my, 19-year-old male, parents for my whole childhood have really been abusive and it continued into my adulthood. Let me give you all some examples. Caused me physical injuries as a child. Mom, 49-year-old female, used to peel the skin on my hand with her nails so I could study math or stop making noise or after I've done something bad, I still have nail scars on my arms. Mom used to humiliate me for my grades in front of my brother, sister, and father for my normal, terrible for her, grades. Mom almost caused a life-threatening injury when throwing me a knife, I was around 14, threatened to break my laptop, and kept swearing and cursing and hitting me with his shoes on my body-slash-face, always blamed me for any fault that happens, especially from her side, and used harsh and abusive language for not calming down the situation. They go, you saw that I was so freaking angry, why the freak did you not calm me down? Did you want me to have a heart attack? Are you trying to kill me? Never listens to any criticism. They either reject it or gaslight me or tell me, you aren't going to tell me what to do, I'm your father. Mom's famous quote is, so I'm your enemy now? And she usually says that when she's doing something for me so I feel guilty. So while she's cooking, she tells me, so, tell me about your exam. How was it? So, I say, It's fine. I wouldn't like to talk about it much because I'm really tired. To avoid what happens in reason number two. So, she says, Why are you treating your mother like that? Why don't you talk to me? Why do you hate me? So, I'm your enemy now? Okay, son, whatever you see, right? Anyways, here's the food I cooked you in a sad voice, the thing is they really worked hard to get me money to pay for my college and build me and my brothers a house so we don't suffer when we grow up and they're telling me that they love me so much every now and then but when they do it's extreme, they show extreme love and they tell me how they would die for me yada 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 and the thing that surprised me is that they think I would love to give them the best care when they grow older and that I really love them and everything and I'm starting to think I don't want to love them literally passing by them makes me extremely uncomfortable and hyper vigilant but do i need to love them to pay them back for the money and for their intentions to love me what do i owe my parents notice that here in my country for cultural and religious reasons the parents is like a god you do whatever they say without even thinking and be grateful for that they even use it as a tool so my dad shouts at me why didn't you answer the phone immediately after your father called you He called me one time at 4pm and I was sleeping on the way home. Mom also keeps sending me videos of how my parents are not my enemies and that I should slash must love them and care for them cause when they die I would regret it. If you reach this point, thank you for reading so far, please tell me what you think, your opinion really matters. Whether it's the in thing to do for your culture or not. At this point, in this day and age, we understand what abusive behavior is, and what they're doing is not okay, and what they're doing is not going to lead to a healthy mindset down the road. I mean, it's not just an emotional thing, OP has scars on their arms. Ultimately, I would say if OP feels like they don't owe their parents anything, they don't owe their parents anything. Our next story is, my entitled parents think their child needs to bake them brownies because we brought you into the world. This happened a few months ago i 16 year old male enjoy baking sometimes it really calms me and overall fills me with a sense of accomplishment i wouldn't really call it a hobby because i can rarely do it since my family struggles financially which means we don't really have ingredients when i am able to bake it's mostly with those cake mixes and a box that you add oil eggs etc to and then bake one fateful day i offhandedly mentioned something about wanting to bake brownies It's a go-to because the pre-made brownie box mix is cheap and it doesn't really need many ingredients, overall cheap and quick. My parents saw this as, if we buy a brownie mix you'll immediately make it if we come home with it. They go to the store and return at about 9pm, I usually crash at about that time of night. I laid down to sleep but heard them return home and call me out of my room. I pull my tired butt out of bed and walked out to the kitchen, asking them what they wanted. They hold up the brownie mix. I smile, say thanks, and that I would make it the next day, and start to go back into my room. My entitled dad stopped me and this was how the convo went. He said, ''Where are you going?'' I said, ''Um, back into my room to sleep, it's about nine.'' He said, ''But what about the brownies?'' I said I would make them tomorrow, I'm too tired right now. This sent entitled dad into a rage and caused him to scream, ''But you said you would make the brownies!'' I reply, ''I didn't say that.'' He says, you should just be grateful and make the brownies for us. You're our child and you should do as we say. We deserve it for being great parents. At this point, I was panicking because entitled dad was coming closer to me and my entitled mother started to basically defend him and say the same things about how I should shut up and make them brownies. She was actually the one who said, we brought you into the world so you should stop disrespecting us. Thankfully, my amazing sibling came in defending me and telling them to leave me alone. For reference, my sibling is younger than me but is very tall considering his age fourteen, and can be very intimidating. He got them to shut up and leave me alone. They backed off after that. I just went into my room and passed out after crying. In the morning, come to find out Entitled Mother cooked the brownies and threw apparently 75% of them out after bugs got in them from her just leaving them sit there on the oven overnight. I have more stories like this, sadly. In this situation, I do actually felt I should have just made the brownies to stop them from screaming, but I didn't. As a person who wholeheartedly loves brownies, it breaks my heart to not only hear that they baked them and left 75% of them out all night just for the fact that they were sitting out all night like that, but also that they were utterly ruined too at that point. They want to talk about disrespectful, how can you disrespect the brownies like that? Our next story is, I'm a monster for not letting a grabby kid take my Pringles. This story is a bizarre one, it involves my now ex-caretakers being entitled on behalf of the grandson of one of them, while the kid's mom was not such cast of the story. Me, the unfortunate OP in the story. Layla, the female now ex-caretaker. Larry, the male now ex-caretaker and the main instigator. Entitled kid, a young, I suppose, around preschool age kid and Larry's grandson. Entitled kid's mom. Entitled kid's mom and Larry's daughter. Surprisingly not the entitled parent in this story. So this happened back in February 2022, I was on my couch slash my bed in the tiny duplex I lived in at the time with a can of Pringles, the flavor was Wendy's spicy chicken if anyone's curious, when Entitled Kid's mother and Entitled Kid showed up. Now, these people would show up every once in a blue moon, I have no real opinion on Entitled Kid's mom as I never really interacted with her, but her children were all some of the worst I'd seen, though this is about Entitled Kid. He was, I'd say around preschool age and he would grab anything and everything. The unfortunate victim of his sticky fingers that day was my Pringles and when I told him not to touch them, Leela told me to let him have it. When I told her that I didn't want them touching my stuff without asking, Larry yelled at me for it and for walking around slow which I'd been doing to try and prevent getting dizzy since I was sick at the time. He then yelled at me for drinking some OJ, which turned out to be his, which I'd been drinking to try and help with my sickness. When I tried saying that I thought it was for everyone, it was a big jug. He said I was making excuses like always. I think at one point he even threatened to knock me out, he would make that threat more often than not, but in the 4 years I've lived with him, he'd only ever done so twice not to me thankfully ironically entitled kid's mom wasn't enabling it saying entitled kid had chips at home she was pretty reasonable about it and i don't know why her kids would have been such brats with her as their mom after entitled kid and entitled kid's mom left leela said i can't believe you did that to a little kid as if I'd yelled at him at the top of my lungs for no reason. Later on, she said that I could eat or drink anything in this house and that it was the principle of the matter, and for me to offer him my snacks next time. I decided to, but to make sure he would always at least say please before taking something. While I did see Entitled Kid's mom and her kids, including the ever-grabby Entitled Kid one or two more times, that scenario didn't happen again. Then, around late 2022 to early 2023, Larry left us because of reasons not relevant to the story, and I later left for reasons again not relevant to the story, so thankfully I won't have to deal with those brats again. I just hope they've learned sense since the last time I saw them. I know some people might also criticize me for doing that to a little kid and those people can go to heck. My own parents made it very clear not to take anything from someone else without asking. And this went as far back as when i was around entitled kid's age maybe even before i hit that milestone some might think me being sick and eating from it justifies me saying no but not otherwise even if i were to be in perfect health it still doesn't make it right to grab someone else's food without asking whether i was sick or not has no bearing on what happened i mean the bottom line here is this is some kid you have no connection to that wants your food and you'd have every right to say no, let alone the fact that you're also sick and eating from that thing, which is probably for the safety of the kid to say no. This next story is, apparently I've been demanding money for my wedding. Apparently my father, he didn't do anything but work, not emotionally mature and never supported me, only emotionally terrorized my younger sister and I, if you wanna call him that, has been weaving lies to extended family that I don't see or abused me in my childhood, that I've been demanding money for my wedding. Backstory We've been back and forth on estrangement for my entire life. He's only ever behaved as an ATM. He equates his value as such and claims he didn't raise us. I'll agree with all of it because, yeah, he only ever abandoned us. He's not supposed to even have my current address, so how the heck he gets to me demanding money for an event he's not even invited to is beyond me. He's also been in a delusion that he can fix a nearly 20-year estrangement from my childhood abuser or my older sister. The bench keeps texting me right before bed to start crap and bingo to me about not having kids, stating she has a legacy. Like, good for you, focus on them then. What freaking reality are these psychos living in? Anyway, I muted them both, made boundaries with both parental units, and I'm so ready to move on. I need a new bite plate or dental apparatus because I'm grinding my teeth again. Freaking excellent parents and sibling. Freak me. Rant over. Thanks. ETA, I really appreciate the positive reinforcement for not letting them back in. I'm trying to chill and enjoy the weekend. I hope you all do too. For those who are pro blocking i get it mute allows me peace at least while also allowing them to dig their own metaphorical legal graves at least and that's my long-term goal i don't need them for anything i'm going to be okay and if i do ever have kids their lives won't be ruled by this insanity update eta happy new year i think i got my boundaries across clearly this time it required a lot of stern and clear language I had to say a lot of things that hurt me to say but needed to be said. I never enjoyed being a jerk, and I really don't like lashing out, it's not natural to me. But it needed to be said. I had to say my truth and tell them, you're in or you're out, your choice but my boundary to my parents. I made it clear to my sibling and father her siblings participation in my life is not up for discussion. I love hearing a story of somebody finding their independence and setting their boundaries and realizing there's nothing to lose by making sure that you enforce them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.